All right, guys, one, two, three, here we go. Can I get a little motivation, a little energy? I want you to be excited with me. This is Juan Santos over to Counselor's Journey, and we are going to dive into another episode all about teaching you, mental health professionals, how to A, start, B, grow, C, scale a six-figure counseling private practice without, without feeling overwhelmed. Let's do it. Let's dive into the episode. Hey, guys, how's everybody doing today? It has, you know, it has been a while. I took a little bit of a break. And just in case you're wondering why, you know, summer was coming up, wrapping up, hopefully, fingers crossed, wrapping, wrapping up um, the, the phase of my dissertation. And I think as a clinician, as a dad, as a husband, I was in one of those places of, I need a little bit less on my plate and I decided to kind of take a step away. And it was really difficult. I remember talking to my wife about it, colleagues, a couple of listeners here on the podcast. And it was, and, and really, I received really great support. And I think that's what happens at times when we want to take a break as clinicians from what we're doing, that we can become our own worst enemy. And that's what, that is not what this podcast episode is about. <laughs> um, but I wanted to share that with you because, you know, for me, I really struggled there as far as wanting to do more, 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 and not wanting to take a break. But then I was like, okay, I really need to. I need to like just step away and breathe. So to all of those out you who I consulted with, listeners of the podcast of the Counselor's Journey, thank you. You were so supportive. <laughs> you know, you were like, yes, take a break, dude. Thank you. You know, to to my family, to my friends, to my colleagues, thank you. I, I'm not sure where I would be if it wasn't for that support circle around. You know, who's always there. You know, willing to listen, willing to support, and, and walk with me my journey of life. Today's episode, I wanted to dedicate it to funnels. Now, funnels is very different than what we're taught in graduate school, right? In graduate school, we're taught how to engage in a certain type of therapy, right? Um, CBT, DBT. Uh, later on, and you know, most, most clinicians, when they engage in continuing education, is focused on clinical practice, such as ethics, uh, boundaries, maybe adding on, on like EMDR. So something in that clinical realm. And then there's this, there's this platform of funnels, and a lot of clinicians that I've worked with, whether it's consulting or they're in a mastermind um, or, you know, we're just having a cup of coffee. They're like, what the F? <laughs> you know, what, what the heck is a, a funnel? And I like to think about a funnel because um, I like to, I am I'm not a mechanic at all, but my neighbor, um, John, he's amazing when it comes to fixing cars. So whenever we, you know, put certain uh, fluids in there, liquids in there, if you will, um, we have to put a little funnel and the funnel just allows everything to go in there really smoothly. So... When you think about a funnel, the first thing that we want to think about is what is at the end of it? So a funnel leads people to something, right? And to keep things simple, we're going to talk about a funnel that could lead your ideal client to you, right? So your ideal client is, uh, let's say, Bob, right? And Bob is a, a guy out there and he wants to become a better husband, a better father, a better him. He wants to work on those key areas. And you specialize in helping men, right? Helping men and, and with their relationship. So at the end of your funnel, you know that you want to be able to establish Bob and, and individuals like Bob as a client. But you're kind of thinking about uh, how do I get people there, right? How do I get people to that step? Um, and, and it's it's an interesting question because we're not taught that in graduate school, right? In graduate school or in most of the continuing education that we do, we're taught, well, just get your certifications. And if one's not shiny enough, then add a couple of more suckers, right? <laughs> add a few more credentials until you're, you know, once you write your name, you need two um you need two lines, right? 
Um, and, and that's awesome, right? It's awesome if you're doing that, if you're adding those credentials. I, I really think that's adding to that clinical uh, scope of practice, scope of knowledge. You're really going out of your way to help other people and to be your best self. So kudos to you. Keep on rocking. The, 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 I guess one of the gaps there is, not really an issue, the gap is that we can do that, right? We, we can keep adding credentials. We can keep engaging in continuing education to be a, a better, strong clinician. But that necessarily doesn't correlate to allowing Bob, that ideal client of ours, to become a patient, right? We got, we got to figure out how do we funnel that person in. And typically when the term funnels turn out, there are a lot of marketing individuals like my marketing team that use it when it comes to uh, what funnels do we need, uh, Juan, to get your courses to sell? Or what funnels do we need, Juan, to get someone to sign up for um, a consulting session? Right. So if you can notice that right away, there is that there is that like key point. Like, what do we have to do to get to blank? And that's what I want you to think about. What do I have to do to get to blank? And your blank could be that you want to sell a product. For today's example, our blank is that we want Bob to come in for a counseling session just to keep things really simple. So now above, right above the funnel. And I want you to think about again, the funnel is like this triangle flipped upside down and it's open. So you're able to just drop things right in the middle. And then as it's coming down, the very end of it has exactly what you want. So for our example purpose, it's Bob, your ideal client. For you, it could be that you're wanting a product to sell. You're wanting a course to sell. You're wanting a mastermind group to produce uh, more participants. Um, you're wanting your webinar to increase in numbers, right? Some sort of like, what am I looking for? That's at the end of your funnel. Sorry to, um, <laughs> what, what is that saying? Like beat the... The nail a little bit too much or beat the horse a little bit too much whatever it may be that's the thing that i'm trying to say <laughs> laugh with me all right so now we got to think about all right what goes above the grade right what goes up there to allow me to reach that outcome and this is where we want to get creative because usually when it comes to a funnel it's not one direct approach you know it's not just that i'm going to go on there and do a instagram face face uh instagram live sorry we, we want to add a couple of um, sequences and steps to it just so that we're able to analyze things as we go. So I'll give you one example of one. And my friends, this is one example of one. I want you to think about a funnel as all of them lead to some sort of outcome. But that middle process, like those steps, it's just as if a client of yours said, hey, I need help with my anxiety. You know that you have this Batman level tool belt with endless gadgets that you could provide them with. And some are going to be a good fit, some are not going to be a good fit. Some are going to work, and you're going to have to evaluate as you go to make sure that you tweak their effectiveness. Ho hopefully that makes sense there. Meaning that this is one process I'm going to share with you. There's so many more that we can play with. At, at, at the beginning, what I like people to do is just get your feet wet. Try it out. No different than if you're working with a patient, your patient says, hey, I'm having a hard time sleeping. And then you're like, hey, try blank strategy. And then they go and they try it out. They come back and they say, it worked, but it didn't really get me there. So then we adjust the strategy, right? Or we add another one. And then we keep the ball rolling from there. We're doing the same thing here. So really trust that you are going to be able to navigate this shit forward. All right? We're going to DIY. Instead of HDTV DIY, like Joanna Gaines or Ship Gaines, we're going to do HDTV DIY, <laughs> um, becoming your, your, your best counselor as you're um, building your counseling journey. So kind of going into this funnel, I'll walk you through a sequence. The end result is that I want Bob to become a client, right? The very beginning, what I could do there is I could have what's called a sales page. And my sales page is going to be connected to one step prior to it. And that is some sort of like um, shiny call to action. 
So an example of that, of this shiny, this is the very number one thing that we're doing. That shiny item could be on Facebook. I put an ad out there and the ad says, um, you know, are you ready to improve your relationship? You know, my name is Juan and I help men who are serious about growing into their best version while having the best relationship that they can. And it's a picture of a guy, he's smiling, and those are the words that we have there. And then below it, it says, you know, click here to learn more. Right, so that's that shiny object, that's step number one. That is, you know, like if you're fishing and you have that shiny lure, that's what's gonna attract that fish to you. So then if you got Bob and people like Bob and they're online and they're on Facebook, uh, they're, they're gonna see that and they're gonna go, you know what? That relates to me. I'm gonna click on it. And again, all of this is statistics, right? We're just playing with an algorithm. So that's the step one there. Step two is that once they click on it, it takes them to, and as I mentioned before, that's that sales page, right? So now with this sales page, exactly what you're thinking. It's a page that it's supposed to sell. And that's where it's like, oh man. You know, for me, I still struggle to sit well with it because as a clinician, you know, it's about being there for others, about serving. And, and, and I think for me too, from a cultural point of view, migrating here from the U.S., coming coming from poverty, um, it's it's something where I always keep that in mind that I want to come from a place of service, not from this cheesy salesperson point of view. Um, and, and it's led to, uh, for mine at least, a lot of really strong relationships that I've been able to build with people. Um, the the other the other point now that we go into the sales page is. As a side note, there's plenty of examples online if you just Google sales pages. The point that we want to go to when it comes to a sales page is that your sales page highlights that shiny object into more detail. So in the first shiny object, I talked about that this is for men and helping them become the best version, helping them work on their relationship. In the sales page, I want to give social proof. So I want to add things about me, like I'm a licensed clinician. I want to throw in some of those credentials. I want to say how long I've been working with people, where my practice is located. That way they're like, oh shit, this person's a real person, <laughs> right? This is just like a fake person trying to get my attention. And then maybe I want to throw in some videos so that they can see me in action, right? Throwing some karate moves out there. They're like, oh man, this guy's serious. <laughs> I'm just joking with you. Um, and then from there, I want to throw in key wins, if you will, key like learning moments or changes. So like if you register for this session, you know, we are going to work directly on this area. Then I would just list those out. And then what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to think about my patient, right, Bob, and what are his pain points? I want those pain points written in the sales page. Like why would he reach out to me? And you know pain points, my friends. I want you to think about the patients that you work with. Whenever you give them the intake documents, on there there's a question, right? The question goes, presenting concerns. Or why are you reaching out? Why are you seeking counseling? That That's your pain points. So you have the data in front of you. Bring that data, put it right on your sales page. And then from there, I want you to go into the sales page and write a little bit about how you would support them. Here you could do a case study. You know, common patient that, that reaches out to me is struggling under relationships. One of the first things that we do is we look at habits. You know, what habits are you doing in your relationship? And here's a couple that we can implement right now. Even if, even if you don't agree to um, sign up for a session, I want you to walk away with some value. So doing that, it builds social proof and it lets them know that you're coming from a genuine um, um, point of view, if you will, which, which I know that you are. So that right there in a nutshell is your sales page. So the first part we had of that funnel was that shiny object. Second part, we have the sales page. And in the sales page, I mentioned those key points. A couple of more key ones is you do want a call to action. Again, a call to action is what does this person need to do? Right, so for them, it could be click now to schedule a session. Right, so that's the call to action. So then when they click now to schedule a session, it takes them right to my appointment calendar. And then from there, they can schedule. And if you notice that last step, that is the outcome that I'm looking for in this funnel. And, and hopefully, I won't, hopefully you can take a step back and go, okay, that was just two steps. 
because there's a lot of funnels out there that have like 15 steps. So that was two steps there. Now, I want to play around a little bit and I want you to hang with me because we can get a little bit creative with this. So let's say that, and this is where we look at retention, retention of a, of a client, of a participant, of a student, maybe for your course or here for Bob. Let's say that Bob clicked on the first one, the shiny object on Facebook ad, learn more. Well, once he clicks on it, it takes him to a pop-up and the pop-up says, what's your email? What's your first name? Right. So then now I have their email. Right. And then it takes them to that same sales page that we talked about. And let's just say that Bob decided not to do a session. Well, one of the positive is that now because I have his email, ta-da, now because I have his email, I'm able to know that, hey, Bob was genuinely interested in looking for some support. So then what I could do is I can create a separate email sequence using like uh, MailChimp, which is free as a side note. I could use MailChimp and then I could write out like five to seven emails or I can just write out a whole bunch of emails to go, you know, once a week, once a month. And then in there, I can share common things that I typically share in a counseling session for individuals that would fit in that category of Bob, you know, relationship tips, um, healthy habits, ways to uh, reduce blank negative behaviors. So then for Bob, if he's not ready to make that counseling session right there, right, if he clicks on the shiny object, puts his email in, but he goes to the sales page and he's like, you know what? I'm a little bit nervous. I'm not ready for this. It's all good, man. Because in the back end, part of that funnel that we created is that he's going to get those emails. And as he gets those emails, you know, the first one's like, hey, what's going on, man? My name is Juan. I'm a counselor. Um, you know, I'm really glad that you signed up for this email. Here's the first tool I want, I want you to play around with. It's this deep breathing exercise, which is a really cool video that you could check out and it walks you through how to do blah, blah, blah. And then every month or every week, whatever consistency you want to play with, you send the email out. So then Bob on the back end, yes, he didn't sign up for the counseling session with the sales page, but it's all good because on the back end, right on the back end, he's getting those emails. And over time, the emails, they build a relationship. They start to help Bob get to know you, right? Bob's getting to know Juan. I'm using me as an example here. He's going to see what I look like and some of the tools that I utilize. And it builds a relationship there because he's able to see maybe some videos that I put out there. And then for him, he's able to go, okay, I can see myself sitting in a counseling session or a virtual session with him. And then over time, it builds a little more credibility. Now, also on the emails, you know, we, we one, one recommendation is that you go ahead and just put a call to action consistently in your emails that says something as simple as, you know, whenever you're ready to schedule a counseling session, feel free to click here. It'll take you right to the appointment calendar. Pick a date that works for you. It's gonna send me an email. Uh, to that point, as long as it looks good, I'll confirm it. And then I'm excited to see you from that point. Right. Something like that. You know, you can use your own language where they're able to know the steps ahead of time. And then as they get their emails, they're able to click on, you know, that call to action of scheduling an appointment when they're ready. So right now what we have is, right, we have this funnel. The outcome is, of course, that we want Bob to become a patient. That's the end of the funnel. And the middle part is what we talked about here. That is the meat, Right. That is, uh, that is a, that's equally as important as the end result because we want to make sure that they, they correlate with each other. So I hope as you walk away from this, here's one item I want you to walk away with. Number one, this is just one tiny little example. No different than a patient came to you wanted some support with depression and you gave them a coping skill and they said, oh, you know what, awesome session, but that one didn't work for me. That wouldn't shut you down. You would keep on riding. You'll keep on rolling. You'll be like, that's all right. Let me pull out my Batman tool belt. I've got, we got so many more tools when it comes to mental health. I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. So this funnel is one strategy. Number two tip when it comes to funnels is try your best. Try your best to keep it simple. 
because I have seen funnels that are lengthy. You know, you go from a shiny ad on Facebook to a sales page, to a video sequence, to an email sequence, to another sales page. And then at that point, it's like, at least for me, it's like, what the F? I'm tired. <laughs> I'm not trying to do all that. And there's this, if you get some time, there's this guy named Russell Brunson, and he's got a podcast. And he's all about that, like keeping things simple, keeping them black and white so that you reduce, you know, a lot of that back end work. Um, and then for me, too, I like to keep things simple. You know, for me, it, it makes sense to have just that shiny object right on Facebook as an example of the social media platform. They see it. They like it. They click it. And then from there, it takes them to what is this thing all about? And then from there, they get to make an executive decision if they want to continue forward. And of course, on the back end, you can put that email sequence to keep their relationship going. I hope that you found value in this. I do. I hope that you are doing well. I want to thank you, listener. I want to thank all of you listening, you know, for taking time out of your day to connect with me. And, and I say this repetitively, but I mean it from the bottom of my heart. You, you could be doing so many things. You could be listening to uh, uh, so many other podcasts or, or, or books, or, or you could be in so many other locations. But I really appreciate that you're taking time to be here with me to connect with me. If you're ever in the North Carolina area, Greensboro, let me know. Hit me up. You know, we'll get a cup of coffee or we'll get an IPA, a beer on me. You know, I, I want to get to know you. I want to meet you. I want to see what you're doing in your life. Shoot me an email. You know, reach out to me, whether it's um, at a counselor's journey over in the Instagram channel, uh, not channel, platform, uh, or on the Facebook, any of those. If you are enjoying the podcast, if you're taking anything away from it, let me know. Put a review on um, Apple. You know, get on there, go to Google, and then go to a counselor's journey podcast, uh, Apple, uh, or whichever platform you use it from. You'll see where it lets you put a review. And then let me know what you're enjoying. That really helps me. You know, it's just like if you're working with a patient and you let them know, hey, what's working? It really gives you that insight of, okay, this is what I need to do a little bit more of. So whenever you go out there and you leave that review, let me know what you're enjoying about the podcast, which topics really helped you move forward. Um, put on there also like which topics you would want to hear a little bit more of. And that really helps me to move forward as we're adding uh, content here. My friends, take care. Continue to serve. Continue to help others. Continue to take care of yourself. Take care of yourself so you can take care of other people. Much love. As you head out today, guys, I want you to give yourself a big old hug, a big old high five, because listen, you're doing it. You're taking time out of your day to build your six-figure private practice. You are tapping into ambition. You're tapping into curiosity, and you're doing it here together. We're holding hands. We're walking on this journey, a private practice journey. Before you head off, do me a kindness. Leave me a review. Let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know which episode really stuck out to you. Which one made you go, yes, I need to start doing a little bit more of that. Or yes, I am doing that and I'm proud of myself for doing that. I am seeing amazing changes. Thanks again for listening and I look forward to growing together on our journey.